a young talent gets a promising new start i'm still playing anything but rocket league <laughs> and shift player rankings continue to impress in more ways than one welcome everybody to the show for this week we thank you for tuning in this morning or this evening or this afternoon or whenever you're watching or listening i always say watching i can never stop that and then i'm like should i start over because i said watching and i just never do so uh, we're gonna roll with it um true how are you uh how are you doing i'm doing spectacular spectacular, spectacular. now why is that uh, i mean i don't know i'm just i'm here talking about rocket league with my best friend that's so, true I mean, what else i'm a bestie well what else what else could i ask that's that's so true that's a very um that's a wholesome take to start the episode <laughs> for a very for a very cloudy and cold day out um Speaking of cloudy and cold, Drew is trying to convince me to go play frisbee golf. No, on no, 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 no. When no, it's no, supposed no, no. to snow, you can't just say that and not give people uh, any context. A, well, it's true. It's true. Drew, you want to give them the context? No. Well, see, factor. we had we had planned this to go do this on what Sunday, and on Sunday the weather for next Sunday, which is when we were going to go play, was supposed to be nice. And a good day to play frisbee golf. But since then, weather changes. The weather my has guy. changed, but it's been like up and down. They can't decide what the weather's going to be. So I've just, I've been looking at the past few days. I think that is a whole bunch of no. cap, cap, capping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, originally I was like, you know, that's okay because we're going to get pizza, and now the pizza's out of the equation too. No, you didn't even want to go to get pizza there. <laughs> That is Cap Me too. and what the other person had to convince you. What did I say? What did I say? Uh, I don't know. I have to look at receipts. Yeah, that's I just right. Got that's a right. Bad vibe. You don't have receipts. I got a bad He doesn't vibe. have receipts. No, him. he doesn't have receipts. You Sorry, said. You said. I said. What if we went and got pizza here? And you said, Nah. <laughs> Well, that's and just because the I'm... other person said sounds good to me, and you said have fun. <laughs> well, hey, 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 you're taking it out of context here. Mm. I'm just, I'm a silly, goofy guy, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I lo- receipts, I enjoy some receipts. Don't lie on. Joyous lie. whimsy is joyous whimsy is in my arsenal, so I'm just having fun. But <laughs> we'll see if that pans out. If we don't have an episode next week. It's probably because Drew killed us in some way. Yep. Yeah. I haven't seen you in like in person in a while. Uh yeah. How long is I don't know, it's been a while. We We play Deep Rock Galactic sometimes and we talk about Rocket League. That's been like the past few months. Uh, no, <laughs> the past well, few we months. saw each other Sunday, I guess. Huh? When we went and played football, we saw each other Sunday. Oh, that's but so true. That, yeah. That, I, don't, I don't Oh my gosh. I don't know. Anyway, don't know. you guys are very interested in our lives. Obviously, that's why we're going over it. Um, <laughs> Drew, so I was saying in the intro, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, by the way, I promise we'll get to Rocket League. I just want to get through this. Um, I've been playing anything except Rocket League, and Horizon Zero Dawn is my latest obsession. Bro, I'm not even halfway through the game, and I'm already like waiting for the next one, Forbidden West. I want to play it. It's out. I need to borrow my friend's PS4. I, I want to get through the rest of the story. I like the story more than the gameplay itself, probably, because I have no freaking... I don't have enough resources in this game ever, <laughs> so I, I, I cry. Um... But it's a very good time. 
with all that said, it's a very good time. Um, have you been playing anything other than Deep Rock, Drew? Deep Rock and uh, Rocket League. Deep I think Rock I can probably Rock. guess. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that is it. I mean, I'm, that I'm is trying so to think. It. I'm pretty no, sure there's it. one game I've been played some. <laughs> I don't think I have. Played. He doesn't know. See? Oh, Monster See? Hunter. I've played Monster Hunter just a little Rise? bit. World. Just World. Oh. Just a little bit. I thought you've been. I thought you've already played through that like twice. Yeah, yeah. Why are you going back? Just enjoy it. I just, I do, I do just enjoy it. There's something though about open world games. I don't know if it's a me thing, but when I look at the map, they're like the developer wants me to do everything. I I feel like open world games shouldn't be like that because it's just overwhelming. Like with that's worlds? the one, that's. Well, with world and with like most open world games, like it, there's just so much to do. They want you to do every single possible thing you can, and it's a bit overwhelming. That's the one like not so great thing about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and just all open world games specifically. Yeah, all I mean, they have open world games have really good potential almost always, but it's really hard to do them right because I can think of like three. Yeah, like three open world games that me and some other people have been really excited about. And then they come out and it's just like they didn't. Do you know? They do didn't you remember do what they were? Right. I'm actually interested in this. One of them was. Uh, if you don't know, it's okay. Biomutant, I think is what it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, game that was one super came out like hyped. a year ago, I think. And yeah. at least in my friend group and. Then it was just after about 10 hours of playing it, I was just kind of bored of it. It was just kind of the same thing. Over I again. think pacing is an issue in open world games. Um, I think it's more a struggle for people like you, Drew, who want to do everything. But for me, I love exploring open world games, but I really just want to go from point A to point B to the next mission. That's at least me. Um, so it's just kind of useless in a certain way. Uh, to have all the rest it's just kind of filler and kind of bogs things down for me but overall i've been enjoying her as zero dawn um and i want to play the next one really bad because i <laughs> i keep watching videos on like lore and stuff and it's like teetering on spoiling the entire first game so i've just <laughs> stopped stopped entirely <laughs> so um i might have to get back into monster hunter world after this after i finish these two games like they are different games, but I think after playing this, I can appreciate World more, um, especially because this game is almost all ranged, like ranged and bows and stuff. Whereas Monster Hunter is a lot of melee, so I think that could be fun. Yeah, and they but since we'll, the last we'll, we'll time we played it, like way back when, they've added a bunch of new stuff, well, they, new monsters. They made, like, if do they add like more than one DLC? Because I knew they had no, the it's one. Just Iceborne. Okay. Wow. There's all there's Frozen Wilds is the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. So <laughs> <laughs> not Hey, Horizon Zero Dawn came out first, okay? I'm just saying. So That's you guys, it's true, I guess. Yeah. So, uh anyway, hey Drew, this is a Rocket League show. Oh yeah. You know that? Yeah, I actually I actually completely forgot like I do at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. Well, it's not hard when there's nothing going on. This week's a bit different, but there's nothing going on. Is that okay to say? Is that like 
Is this breaking the fourth wall I mean, if I say that there's nothing going on? Compared to your average week. Yeah. I guess you're been, right. it, This is probably the a better week, though, compared week. to, like, this break. Um, so, before we uh, get into, like, esports stuff, Psionics Devon, they, uh, the, the um, development team, they finally uh, commented on the bot situation. So, I just want to read out... What they said, I don't know if you read the post, Drew, so maybe this is a first for you as well, but I'll read it out and we can kind of like just talk about it a bit. Um, Sinox Devin on Twitter on the Rocket League subreddit. Earlier today, we took action against a number of accounts running bots in Rocket League. This ban wave should co- should c- cover the vast majority of accounts that have used bots since the first since they first appeared at the end of 2022. And will continue to monitor for bots and take appropriate action against any players or accounts using them. Furthermore, to help address bots in future matches, we have added a cheating report back into the game. You can find this in the in-game on the report reason list in the report block menu. And it says that they're also taking steps to improve their anti-cheat functionality, uh, things like that. They're going over that with their engineering team, and they will share that. Uh, as they kind of develop that more and get closer to implementation. Um, and they also did mention that the reason they've been quiet uh, is because they didn't want to draw too many eyes to it to make the problem worse. So they've kind of been just solving it uh, behind the scenes a little bit, which kind of explains why it was just radio silence for the past month or so. Um, so it's good to finally get some like updates on that. Um, have you noticed any change yet in the bots and game uh i feel like i I haven't i got bots so dispersed like they were really dispersed so i haven't countered one in a while but it also would be one every couple of days that i would yeah i wonder if it depended on what servers you were on like east west I bet that a lot of them were on East. I don't know possible. if that's what you run on or if yeah, you're on West. I run on East. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I don't know how that exactly works. Um, but good that they kind of talked about it. Um, seems like there's a fix. I guess we'll just have to see in the coming days kind of, you know, if that's true. Um, I know a lot of people were asking, you know, why why not just make new accounts and add bots to that? Yeah. And, and also, like, they didn't disable Bakke's mod. Um, so I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure what the, uh, if this is a permanent fix. I know they said, you know, they were adding anti-cheat functionality, improving that. Uh, so maybe this is just a band-aid for now, but hopefully people start playing Rocket League again. Cause I know there were a few creators who, uh, who actually stopped playing like, um, Chelsea. Uh, I know she quit playing for a while. Um, and a few other, I think commentators or casters did as well. So, um, Finally, uh, we have something on that. Uh, there's something interesting, actually, before we move on, that Noli brought up. So since these are bots and there's AI behind them, theoretically, if they played enough games without being banned and had enough experience, could they compete with pros at any point, you think? Like, I know this is just a hypothetical. I don't think it'll actually happen, but I think that could actually work if it's like a learning AI. I, I think... I think so. I think there would be things that a human would be better at compared to a bot. 
very, but if you do multi, a ton of matches over and over things. again against pros, yeah, very very specific things that a human would be better at. But the thing about bots is that they don't have to sleep. They don't have to do other things. <laughs> they can just run matches all night. They can just learn. It's not like that they learn faster. Some some do learn faster than humans, but like the fact that they can just learn more is just a big buff to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah. And their flicks are perfect. Yeah, their flicks are perfect. They found if you uh Waiton made a video about just, oh, I didn't see it, that. it wasn't talking about that specifically, but it was talking about some other stuff. But he did mention bots and a couple of things that the bots figured out that they could do because of their perfect reaction time that a human Wait, could what? never ever do. Well, there was like a way that they would purposely lose a kickoff. And oh, really? <laughs> depending upon which way the other player hit the ball, they would flip perfectly because like, they have instant reaction time. What? So like and it was a... always win the kickoff if really? the other person didn't recognize that's pretty. That's a pretty big buff, actually. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Um, I I was wondering like how how fast they do learn, like you were saying, because they didn't aerial at all. Which you think if they got enough games, and they would aerial. Yeah, I don't um, know if that's too complex for it right now. No, I mean because they have flicks down. Like it wasn't that they just did the ones that I played did more than just one specific, they had so much power behind it flick. they could just launch it yeah yeah oh they so they more than just one they were really really basic ones it wasn't like they were doing a breezy flick or they were doing or musty. A musty or anything like that it that was, would be hilarious if you got musty on by a bot <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were like they were like corner flips and uh like front flip and like i think but just really more. well they were they were perfect and they could which like yeah, it was sorry, like go ahead. No, no, you're fine. It was like they could measure how much power they would put behind it. It's oh, the thing okay. that made them so hard. And that's the thing. Like I think a lot of people think a basic flick isn't very good, but a basic flick that's like going 80, 90 miles an hour in the right spot is just as deadly as your stupid little musty flicks and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like unpredictable. Um, like you can never. Yeah, they're always gonna put it where you're not. And they're jittery too, so it's not mm-hmm. like they react like a human. Yeah, you can't really. So that read can them. make it weird. Yeah, yeah, but um, just want to update you guys on that because we did discuss that last week, and we weren't sure like if there was gonna be a fix anytime soon. Uh, I know some people uh, they they were worried that they were gonna release that new car before they made a <laughs> made some sort of um, <laughs> announcement about it, which would have been hilarious. Um, I guess they're coming out with a new car. I don't know. I know they came out with that new soundtrack uh, for Neon Heights or whatever it is. I don't remember the name of the map, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know about a car. But anyway. Uh, that is just Rocket League news and me talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. But let's get into <laughs> actual Rocket League news. Let me see how long we've been recording at this point. We've been recording for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a Rocket League esports podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, so to start, to start out with, uh, with some uh, cool news, Dignitas today announced that they signed Evo who's formerly of Exet, 
and he'll be replacing Delta on that squad. So it's going to be Andy, Trees, and Evo. Uh, right now they are 12th in NA. Uh, what do you feel about this, Drew? Because I'm, you know, I'm pretty high on Trees. Evo is an unproven talent, but that also kind of it's a mark against him, but also a mark for him because we know he's really good at ones and things like that. But we haven't had a a huge sample size in professional threes. So, um, did you have any thoughts when you when you saw this? Well, first off, let's give let's give Evo a break. He got one regional to prove himself. Yeah, and then they benched him. And then they benched. They him. benched him. I was like, you oh didn't my even gosh. give the man a chance. Um, yeah, yeah. With this team, though, with Dignitas, um, individually, I like all three of these players. I like Andy. I like Dries. I like Evo. And I feel like adding Evo, this team, uh, seem to, on paper, have the ability to not be an amazing team, but to be at least a good team like i could see them making top 10 top 8 regularly okay they figured out just the way you know andy and drees are really whenever i think of those two i kind of think of like enabler players and people that are just kind of good at everything and then you have evo who obviously is mechanical menace and whenever you put those types of players together it usually works out pretty well so it'll be interesting to see how they mesh per se that makes sense uh yeah together as a team but if you just look at it on paper i kind of i kind of like this team looks yeah i do like this too um dignitas they've yet to shelf top eight this season let me actually go down to their their results i was just now pulling it up I think they've been getting ninth through twelfth a lot of the time, and even lower, um, in regionals. Yeah. So this past uh, invitational, twelfth through fourteenth, fall regional two, ninth through eleventh, um, just around that area. So I think with this team, uh, Drees, like you said, I think he's a good enabler, more of a modern enabler who you know he can show his mechanics. He's not like a Metza or a Kadop. I think he's more mechanical and more modern than that with his time on G2. Andy, don't know much about him. Um, I thought he was pretty good on offense. I'd have to double check. But basically what I think of this is Andy and Dries, like just pick up small pads, leave the 100s for Evo and see what happens <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, and, and Andy and Dries can just choose between them who's going to be uh, that second man. Um or that first man leading the charge uh, to pass. Um, so I think this could be good. Like you said, not not a major contending team, I don't think. Um, stranger things have happened. Maybe Evo just need, maybe Evo is on his villain arc and he's gonna put up his black profile picture on uh, on Twitter and just go demon mode. We don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think they'll they can make top eights now, which is definitely an improvement. That gets for Dignitas as an organization that gets eyes on the team they get more money that way um and maybe even bonuses for the player i'm not sure uh sometimes bonuses work like that depending on expectations um i'm not sure if top eight is that expectation um but i think there's only benefits to that as an organization as well which means they can continue to support themselves so both from a business side and a competition side evo is never going to be the wrong choice um 
Not sure what Exet was doing when they decided to sign him, uh, commit to him before he was even eligible, and then drop him. Um, when you think about Zen on Vitality, like I know he's not quite as lucrative. Um, Evo isn't. But imagine Vitality signed them like they did, signed Zen, and then just drop him before winter. That's kind of what Exet did. Uh, and they are in a way worse spot <laughs> in this eSport overall. Um, so I do not do not know what they were doing there. But um, yeah, I, I will be pleasantly uh, surprised, or uh, not surprised, that's not the right word, but I will uh, definitely look out for this roster. And it looks like a, a pleasant team to watch, I think, if if anything. so Yeah, for sure. And we should remember, if they don't make top eight, how stacked NA is. I mean, the top six. Move them back to EU. Yeah. Get Dignitas back. Just, <laughs> Bring them back. I mean, there's there's a tiebreaker for between 7th, 8th, and ninth, and it's Complexity, Furia, and Optic. So yeah. even if they don't, I think they'll probably get maybe at least one top eight in here somewhere. They have the capabilities to, at least. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, just remember that before you go and you just talk crap about them. It's, That's it's, right. NA is a tough place to be right now. Everybody wants to be in NA. Um, it's that NA salary that they're after. So uh, that's true. It's that's the true. NA salary. NA salary. But they're going to have to stop doing it because like, when Complexity did it, it was a good idea because NA, I mean, they were really good, but they weren't as any more stacked than EU really. But now everybody's here, so now you might lose money <laughs> depending on uh, the type of player you are and how good you are. Because if if you're in that middle range, maybe you'll make more money. I I don't know as much the uh, salaries, obviously, but I I would venture to bet it might be a better idea to stay in EU or a different region, make more money, get more recognition at lands, and then go from there rather than be top ten in NA. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel about it. But, yep, uh, Dignitas, they're signing Evo. Uh, we'll see how they do in winter, if they can bump up a few spots uh, in the tough North American region. But we will just have to see that. Uh, next up, we, d- we discussed this a little bit uh, last week, I think, but Furia have officially signed Lost from the club. Um, Dignitas signing Evo, cool thing, but this is, like, big stuff. Um, they were content- Furia was contending for a major... Uh, last split just with their their current roster with Kayo. so drew does this make them a shooting for a major now that they have lost who's the best in sam who just got picked from sam uh poor sam but that's that's how it works right now for yeah. this poor south american region <laughs> i i'm gonna say no i don't think it does uh lost tell me why lost is a good player that about it like you said he's best from sam uh, just I don't feel like Lost moves the needle enough from Io. You don't? I don't think he moves the needle enough. Like like we just oh, talked man. about, Furia is playing a tiebreaker for seventh slash eighth between Complexity, Optic, and themselves, which also yeah. means that you have. NRG, G2, Space Station, Version 1 Phase, and Gen G all in front of you. And there's only five spots. So, uh, I just, 
I I could definitely be proven wrong. But I just really don't feel like it moves the needle enough. NA is just too okay. stacked right now. It's it's a dogfight for everyone except for Genji, Baze, and maybe version one. Like it's a dogfight. Okay. So see your point. I don't think they're a shoe in that I that's what we call clickbait. A little, no, not really. I, I think it was an okay question to ask, but it is a bit dramatic, I will say that. Um don't know if they're a shoe in, but if I, I could very easily see Jinji phase V one G two and Furia being the top five next split. I don't think Space Station's gonna get there. Um I don't know. I, I just got bad vibes with this and with how Arsenal Seemed like he might have been kicked last se- or last split. I think there's some bad vibes there. So I can definitely see those Furia making the top five. You're right. There is a race there. The, there's a tie for seventh that needs to be sorted out. I think it is it being sorted out this weekend, actually, as we talk about that. Uh, in, on Tuesday. Okay. On Tuesday, that will be uh, sorted out. So we'll have to make sure and see how that goes. But um, if you look at lost past 71 games he has an average octane rating of 1.2 which is very good that's an average that like he's had higher peaks before and he's had lower lows but lower lows but on an average he has a 1.2 octane rating um which for those who are unaware um that is just a metric that's been uh, used to kind of give a general idea of the of their play of a player's um performance it, it takes all the stats into account and meshes them together in some confusing mathematical equation that i don't totally understand myself but anything above like a 900 or a, a one even is a is a above average rating so at 1.2 he's doing really well um he has a 29.12 shooting percentage which is above players that we know very well like chicago seiko astral and Joria's. So I think if you can add him with an already really deadly yawn and a card who fits into that system well, I think they can I think they can definitely they have a better shot than last than last split. And and I would be more shocked if they didn't make it than if they did make it. Um, I think. Um but that's just my two cents. Yeah, I, I mean they definitely they definitely could make it. Pretty much everyone in NA that is a notable team has a good chance, and I love the stats that you gave. By the way, stat guy. No worries, no worries. Uh, but I will say that most of those, a good portion of them, were on worlds and major. Yeah. But most of them were in the Sam region. That's and, true. Which isn't bad thing per se but it also brings so much weight those stats no, I, I bring to it that is a, not, that is not a to, reasonable thing not to, to cut down what you were just bringing up and everything those are definitely I'm very sobbing imp- right now <laughs> those are definitely impressive stats like the shooting percentage that it's above Chicago Seiko Julian I think you said Jorias yep uh, but I don't know it's just a to me Furia just didn't seem to have 
um, like the killer instinct. Oh I no, I, that's the right I definitely word. see that. Before, and bringing a new player in definitely can change that. I mean, we know with teams that change just even one player, how much it can absolutely change the mental of a team, and just have just kind of something fresh without completely changing, wiping the slate clean. Uh, so it's definitely has the possibility of them just, you know, going crazy out of their mind. But I just, I don't know. I just, my gut tells me, Owen, that I just, it doesn't seem to move the needle enough now. Oh, now after okay, regional so, one, after regional one, I'll have for sure answer. Right now I'm unsure and I don't think the needle has moved. Okay. Let me ask this though. So. I said earlier, I think I'd be more shocked if they didn't make it than if they did. Where do you sit there? Would you be more shocked if they didn't make it or or opposite? I'd say for me, I think it's a 40-60. Like 40% that they'll make it, 60% that they won't. Um, Really? Yeah. What was that compared to when they came into the region? Came into the region, I thought it was like... We were all riding the high of Fury as nuts, and they okay. just beat Okay, so it's moist. gone down then. So I was sure that they would be one of the five teams. Or okay, so it's actually if gone they, down. If they weren't, they were going to be, like, on the edge of making it. And okay. they were kind of, okay. but I don't know. That last, regional, were. that last regional left a lot to be desired for me. Okay, so... Sorry, I don't want to. I want to go on too long, but I think this is this is a big deal in this region when you sign a player like this. So, like you were saying, they before they came to NA, they had that killer instinct. Um, I think it was Chrome who was talking about that. You know, a, a lot of people think that they've um, lost their form um, in some way, or they're just not playing as well. But they really just what Chrome said is they just lost that killer instinct. That kind of aggression that they had before so it's not even a skill issue it's just kind of the system that they're implementing right now and and the mindset they're going in with it so if you look at that and if if we are let's just assume that lost is good for the chemistry you know he's not detrimental as a team environment separated from the game there's no reason to for me to believe that they shouldn't get to the major because they did they were about to make it with kyle and I know they didn't make it. They could have played better that last regional, but they had just moved to a new country and they were almost going to make it with their the, the player they just kicked. And I don't think you think that um, Kayo is better than, better than Lost, do you? I think Lost is better than Kayo for sure. But okay. as okay, a team, I think Kayo did a lot for Furia that... But he also was inconsistent on land. Kayo? I thought Kayo was. Kind, maybe maybe kinda, that's me. Maybe that's me. Kinda, I kind of see what you're talking about. But but he had some clutch moments too, no he doubt He definitely did. He definitely did. Um, I don't know. I just don't see this trade. Like Maybe, maybe I should put it this way. If something's going to change with Furia to make them make the major... It's not going to be a player. It's going to be a mental and a gameplay. They have all the pieces. They just mm-hmm. need to put it on the field and show that they still have it. Not that they 
are lacking in skill, like you said. But just NA is so stacked right now, and I know there's a lot of hungry teams. They were one of them that got left behind at the major, and have been sitting waiting for months, months. Oh, I know to get out. I know Daniel's about to sign with Beast Mode and just take over. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does. Uh, But (laughs) that'd be awesome. (laughs) But like complexity, optic, uh, NRG, like teams like that that were just you know. They didn't have it all together that first split. Then they got left behind over Winter Major and the Winter Break. Uh, just I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think a player's what they need to change. I see where you're coming from, and I don't think there is a rebuttal I can give because I have not seen them. Um, so we'll just have to see. But I think having a new player can give you a shot in the arm. Um, sure. Kyle has been there for a long time, if I'm remembering right. Mm-hmm. I think Card and Kyle both have been on there for a long time. So maybe mental reset if they were in Sam. And maybe here it wasn't needed per se, but there might have been some consistency issues. So we'll see. Um, like Drew said, we will we'll get a better feel for it after the first regional. Um, so it'll be a, a really good thing to come back to after that. But let's move on. Um, Evo signed by Dig. Signed by Dignitas and and lost officially. Um, signed by Furia. So moving on. <sighs> okay, this was a last second addition to the show. Um, <laughs> Drew, have you been hearing the Twitter discussion about super teams and T Bates' thoughts on them? I, I have not. I actually haven't been on Twitter in quite a while. That's probably that's probably pretty good actually. Um, T-Bates think that they, that they are detrimental. So so how this started out was uh, Dazrin's 2v2 tournament, du- double vision. And I don't know if you saw clips of that, but Beast Mode and Daniel were going nuts. Um, Stumpy tweeted, you know, okay, NA, you need to make this happen. There'll be a super team. Nobody will beat them. T-Bates was saying that that would hurt the competitive integrity of the game and make things also less interesting for the viewer. Um... There's a lot of opinions I have on this. Um, I don't know if you have initial reactions, though, since this is the first time you're hearing it. Um, I, I see where he's coming from. But in Rocket League, to me, there will never be a super team that is just so much better than another team that's at the top. Like, for example, the World Championships. The two teams that make it to the Grand Finals, you know, they, more likely than not, one, they both have a really good chance of beating it. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like it's just landslide, this team is taking it, there's no shot that the other team wins kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I see what he's saying, kind of, that if there was a team that... No, just kind of walked through and just destroyed everyone and it wasn't even close and there wasn't a way to see that you could beat them then after a while like after a year of that happening at every tournament yeah I, I could understand that but that's not going to happen in Rocket League I think we're past that age of like Team Dignitas of season uh what about BDS and RLCSX? But 
Yeah, but BDS didn't dominate every single regional. And they also RLCSX, they dominated quite a bit. They also lost the EU Grand Final. That's true. So I think they that won. That was one game, though. I think they won nine out of the 12 regionals, which is a lot. But they also, to me, that's not. They were the first team to terrify um, Vitality in multiple seasons. Right. Whenever you have a team like, um, let's say, uh, James Cheese in APAC, if it gets to be like that, then there's a problem for sure. Because if a team is just. Is that a problem, though? Because doesn't it raise the skill ceiling? It does. And doesn't that make you. Like NRG, when they were on top, everybody was watching to see, okay, is SSG going to beat him this time? True. You know? True. And in some ways, I feel like it's bad for viewership, but in other ways, I feel like it is good for viewership. I don't see. I think this is interesting because I also thought the same thing. I was, but I was listening to Chalkcast, and when you think about it, though, when those teams dominate, they're going to get a lot of fans. You know what I mean? So that brings viewership. Like NRG, that's a super team because they have super players. Or sorry, this is this is a bit dated, but you, you see my uh, my uh, point here. Um, and the team has stuck together for a long time, so that breeds more fans. But it also brings breeds more and more weight to each matchup they play. So even when they lose, it's a big deal. So I think, contrary to what I used to believe, I think super teams can be good because i think there's a, a a villain that is like infinity war like everybody's trying to take down and if and if the the super team wins then their huge fan base is happy like like let's say kc became a super team there's going to be so many kc fans that are going to be watching rocket league every sunday in championships which is good and if they lose in championships or, or something like that, the rest of the league is just elated. So I think there's an interesting an interesting thought process behind this that did not come to me immediately when I thought about a, a super dominant team. But that's just kind of some uh, a mix of opinion soup from, from different sources. So Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic, but I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. And, and it doesn't hurt competitive integrity, no. does it? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Because teammates was saying that the players will stop wanting to, stop wanting to play. I think it will raise. I think teams that are um, are kind of like slacking in scrims are going to pick it up. Um, that's what happened, I think, in, with BDS. Um, okay, RLCSX was a bit different, but that's because there was no lands. But in twenty one twenty two, it was definitely different. I think there was a lot of motivation to try to beat them in front of a crowd. Um, so I think and I, I think it's a I don't think competitive integrity is an issue. Um, and I also don't think we'll ever have a super team like that again, at least in the next few years. I don't think. No, I think I think we're. I think we're at a point with Rocket League to where one team, the meta is going to change. But I don't think that one team is going to have a different meta that's going to change how they play so much that they'll just jump ahead. Like I yeah. think BDS, it's going to be, has to be a mental thing too. If there is, it can't just be like, 
your mechanics. It will also have to be the mental that people have against playing you. Yeah, and and that's yeah, for sure. And I think talking about mental, I feel like that's partially why BDS was so dominant is because they were so intimidating. Every time someone mm-hmm. went up against them, it was like there's no way we're gonna win. Yeah, whenever, the challenges were slow. Mm-hmm. Everything was slow. And whenever you have respect, there's respect. Respecting a player in Rocket League, like what they can do mechanically, is a two-edged sword. Because if you don't respect them, they're just going to flip reset over your head. Double flip reset. Musty double tap on your head in RLCS. But if you do have too much respect, you're also going to just let them do whatever they want. Because you're just afraid that they're gonna do something crazy every single time. So mental like that, connecting that back to the mental, just being feeling like you can't win is a really bad thing. And I think that's a lot of what was happening in EU at that time. And yeah, and I mean Reddles has said that the skill ceiling not skill ceiling skill ceiling, excuse me. The um the skill gap between top teams and lower teams isn't quite as big as people think. It's more systematic and mental-based anyway. Um, so I think you're right. I don't think there's going to be a team like NRG or, or Gale Force or Dig in the early seasons that just dominate completely and there's no shot that other people will win. Um, I think open, cir- open, format cir- open format circuits, wow, I, I cannot speak. I think that really accentuates that as well. Um, because there's always going to be somebody who wants to get in. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, I'm glad we had that discussion. It, it wasn't a super pressing thing, but T Bates always has really fun takes that I like to discuss. Um, <laughs> I appreciate him so much. Like, no matter if he's wrong, he will die on the hill, which you just have to <laughs> respect. He he will uh, do all he can to try to win the argument. Um, okay. Last topic, don't know how long it will take, um, but we're, we're going to continue looking at the shifts, uh, shift RLE um, top players of 2022. So we did 20 through 15, I think, last week. So now we, we want to take a look at 14 through 6. Um, I, I will name them all out, and I guess we can just give our, our initial opinions, and if we have Big thoughts on them are big additions or subtractions. Uh, we can make those. So, uh, 14, apparently Jack. 13, Chicago. 12, Extra. 11, JNAPS. 10, Daniel. 9, Joyo. 8, Yan. 7, Seiko. And today they just announced the number 6 spot in Beast Mode. Um, do you want to start with just like those... 14 to 10s or 14 to 9s, something like that? Or do you want to do you want to an, an, analyze the whole list? Uh, it doesn't matter, but to me, I feel like... I feel like for Just most give me your of thoughts, list, yeah. Go for it. I like where they put most people, except for two, which is Daniel and Seiko. I feel like Daniel and Seiko should have been higher. Uh... How much higher? Seiko, maybe just a couple Daniel. spots. Like maybe top five or top six. Okay. Daniel, I certainly feel like he should have been at least top I think, seven. Really? Mm-hmm. So above Joyo and Yon, or do you think they should have been up too? 
Um, probably above Yon and probably maybe not Joyo. I feel like Joyo probably should have been higher too, but okay. Yeah, at least Yon. Uh, um, we can probably. Oh, sorry. Good. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. I was just gonna say we can probably kind of guess who they're gonna have in their top ten or their their top five. Sorry. Who do you think? Who do you think? I want to get well, your guess. Be first killer. Uh, Number one, or are you being? Or are you doing like from this, five to one? This is just who they're gonna have. It. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 They're gonna have first killer. They're gonna have rise. They're gonna have uh, monkey moon and extra most likely because they haven't had no extra. Is at twelve? They have extra, extra twelve. Okay, so they have. They're gonna have Vatira. Mon- That's who the other one. Monkey was. first Vatira. Who's that last? Maybe. Mm, I don't know who the last one's gonna be, actually. I know. I'm I'm interested because a lot of these I would put in my top five. Seiko would be in my top five. Yeah. Um I will say this with Seiko. His land performances were not the best, especially on endpoint. But do you track that up more to his teammates? Or do you think that was him performing bad with endpoint on lands? Because he, he has had some shaky lands. He has, um, but in all fairness, whenever he was on endpoint, he did a lot of the offense. I mean, he was kind of there. He did a lot of the everything. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of the everything. When he went to BDS, BDS was in some turmoil at the time. Uh, and, and I'd have to go back and check with, uh, spring because he was on. Okay, so he joined BDS in spring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whenever he joined BDS in spring, they were certainly in some turmoil and it showed because they placed last and lost yeah. to two minor region teams. Actually, they got swept by two minor region teams. Yes, uh, sir. But they also showed up at Worlds, which I guess is the most important to show up at. And uh, you can't you cannot disregard online at all. He was no, probably sure. best online beh- right behind Vatira all season. For sure. I feel um, like, yeah. Yeah, so I, I and actually if you look in fall and, and winter, he had an above one octane rating, which I'm not gonna take octane rating into everything because I to be honest, I don't think he was a one point two rating in fall or winter. Uh, personally. Um I I don't always agree with their ratings, but it is a good benchmark. But in this case I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. Um how how do you feel about fourteen with apparently Jack? I think he should be lower. Because we're talking about Dignitas apparently Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I, I was kind of surprised. He, he choked really hard last season, unfortunately. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they had him in the top 15, especially above TRK. Um, oh, yeah, holy. I, T- yeah. Hmm. I, do you think TRK is going to be top five, or do you think he's not here? He's got to be top five. On this list? Yeah. I don't remember last week I said it was he was top 14. You think TRK is oh my, oh yeah, yeah yeah I forgot because he was earlier oh my gosh I man this is something that I repressed because it's so bad oh I don't like that you I don't like TRK, that take at all you think all right all right you think TRK was better than Beast Mode than Seiko 
and Jan. No, but they're a, they're way up there. No, I know, and I feel like he's better than BRK, Chicago. BRK was good for sure. Oh, do they have Ahmed you know, on here? That might be who. Ahmed's going to be up there. Ahmed's going to be up there. The top five. I feel like whenever you take all these players, I think he was better than apparently Jack. He was better than Chicago. He might have been better than J Naps. Maybe. Yeah. But he wasn't better than Extra. He wasn't better than Daniel. He wasn't better than Joyo, Jan, Seiko. No, but he has to give him the top. Give him. Dude, he's not in the top 50. He's not, he's not the, a top 14 player. I, I think he deserves probably top 13. Maybe top 12. You guys do realize, like he was, he was in a uh, grand finals, right, on a land stage, right? Yeah, we do remember that. I do also remember how hard he choked. <laughs> in that last, them, it was the last series, though. It was no, the no, last no, no, series. No, 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 no. They did make it to the finals. No, 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 but no, no. in the first season that they were there. Yeah, but it was also Moist's first season. Yeah, but they they had they they had experience with the teams though. That's fair. That's a lot of fair. the teams that were being play, played there. Yeah. Um, I don't man. This TRK five eleven slander is just. It's Where would you put a little him? Bit. Where would you put him? I put him at twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's respectable. I could. I could put JNAPs down. Put extra up. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think he goes any okay. higher than that, though. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, Yana eight. Your thoughts on that? Yana eight. Uh, I think I think he's that's right where he should be. Maybe top six or seven at yeah. most. Yan was, to me, Yan was really good, but he wasn't refined until the end. Uh, yeah. Last season. And that's fair. Even at the beginning of this year, because this. I don't know how if this takes into account just last season in general or if it was last year overall. Was it last year? Last overall? year overall. Last year overall. Okay, so the beginning of this last split was kind of shaky. Uh yeah. so I can kind of see why he might have been a little lower. Uh yeah. I think that he is at probably where he should be. Okay, so I'm sorry. This is like just a hodgepodge of like going back and forth. So I apologize to the viewers. <laughs> but going back, going back to Seiko, he he did wor- he did win the world championship and won world championship MVP. And they give him seven. Like I know again that land performances they were not the best at first, but he did it when it mattered. Yeah, and he's top five. He's top five. I think and Beast Mode ahead of him because Seiko led his team to a world championship. And Beastmo did really well, but he wasn't in no finals on land. Mm-hmm. And Beastmo was also Beastmo was more shaky to me on land than probably most no, of the no, players. No, 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 no. Beastmo was really good. I, I think he did really well. Beast mode. B one would have no shot without him on land. Ab- no shot. Absolutely. And what I always go back to with Beast mode in version one is that <laughs> remember what happened before Beast mode. <laughs> yeah, it's just there was no there was no chance with without Beast mode. And for goodness sake, get Beast Mode some help. Like, come on, this man has been carrying this team offensively for so long. So long. The man needs a break. 
back. His spine is like almost in two on offense. <laughs> no. Okay. Wow. Here we got a doctor on the field. <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like Seiko should be a little higher. Maybe not that much higher. Top five. Top, Top five, five probably. But uh, there was some really yeah. good players last year. Yeah. I'm not sure how they compile these votes. Is it an average, like based off of a list of analysts? I'm not. I don't know if you saw or if you know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see. Um, I'll have to check that later on. I I won't look for it right now, but um, I'd be interested to see how they do compile that. But um, I think that was a good discussion. If you guys have any takes on this, um, I will leave a poll in description. I will also leave something in on our twitter page which is always linked in our description as long as well as our personal handles um so make sure to take those out um please leave us a review a five-star review if you really liked it if you didn't please give us some constructive criticism um (laughs) if if you didn't like it rather than just giving us a a one-star review because that that would make me sad um i don't think we've had any thus far though so i think we're uh we're doing okay um but i think that's gonna wrap up the episode uh, aside from your TRK opinion, Drew, it was um, a, a good evening to record a podcast <laughs> as always. So uh, we we keep grinding. We 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 move on past that uh, in our friendship. So um, yeah, is there anything you want to mention before we uh, wrap up? Uh, just we're, we're so close to starting. What is it? Winter? Yes, we are. Really close. Yes, we are. Uh, probably be talking about because i think it's europe first isn't it this time yep so yep. probably be talking about europe next week a little bit along with some other yep. stuff so excited for that soon yeah for sure um yep like i said make sure to follow us on socials leave us reviews um and we hope you all enjoyed the episode and our uh our our incoherent thinking with our list which i think is just a staple of this show um but with that we will let you guys go appreciate you listening and we'll see you all next week take care